Welcome to Got You Covered, presented by Hickok and Boardman Insurance Group, the podcast where we unpack the countless ways in which insurance affects our lives, and so you can properly manage your unique risk. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Got You Covered by Hickok and Boardman Insurance Group. I am your host, Ryan Lee, a client advisor with the firm. Today, we're talking about probably one of the most popular subjects in insurance. It's your personal auto insurance. And so we're bringing in one of our experts, Lindsay Bergeron. She's a client advisor with Hickok and Boardman Insurance Group in our personal lines division. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks Lindsay. for having me. I'm very happy to be here. Yes, I'm happy to have you here too. This is, um, I think there's going to be a lot of people listening to this one because it seems like whenever you tell somebody you work in insurance, the first thing they go to is, oh yeah, my auto insurance, like mm-hmm. my premiums, my my toys, my boats, you know, they think about that stuff first because it's the most relevant and probably probably the most purchased type of insurance, right? Um, but before we get into that, Tell me a little bit about how you got into the insurance business. Sure. So I have an older sister, and she was working for a direct writer um, local to the area. And she had actually brought me on just to do some clerical summer work for the direct writer. And I ended up staying longer than the summer and worked (laughs) during college breaks and everything. And um, that was... A separate area of insurance, kind of like the billing of the claims, everything behind the scenes. And then in 2005, I moved over to the sales side of things, personal. I've always Mm -hmm. been in personal insurance. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I've been here ever since and I really do enjoy my job a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a fun business to be in, especially when you start learning how much there is to learn. It's never a dull moment. Never. <laughs> and the stories you get are oh, yes. just incredible. Yeah. <laughs> well, so let's break it down quickly. Most people understand their personal auto insurance, but we were talking beforehand and you were you were just kind of breaking down the elements of a personal auto policy. Do you want to do that quickly sure. for us? Is, is, you know, the types of claims and kind of how the coverage is broken down. Yeah, for sure. So every state has their own auto insurance rules and coverage regulations, if you will. So I'm just going to speak specifically for Vermont, um, as that's where the majority of our audience is here. Do it. Um, So uh, an auto insurance policy has your liability coverage. That's what is required of us all to drive legally on the roads in this lovely state of ours. Um, Part of that liability um, coverage is also medical payments and uninsured motorist. Mm -hmm. So your liability is damage you caused to somebody else, whether it's bodily injury or property damage. Your medical payments is for you or anybody else in your car that needs medical attention for any reason. And then your uninsured motorist is also to protect you if you are involved in a claim um, or an accident with somebody that doesn't have car insurance. 
like in the lovely state of New Hampshire, it's yeah. not required to have car insurance. Live over free there. or die, Live baby. Free or die, baby. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so and that so that could very well happen, you know. Um, also, our hit and runs are mm-hmm. covered underneath uninsured motorist as well. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you go to the grocery store, you come out, and there's a nice ding in the side of your car from somebody's door or a shopping cart that you can report to your insurance company for for damage. Um, Now, the rest of the part of the coverage is your physical damage coverage, Mm -hmm. and that's not required unless you have a loan or a lease, Mm -hmm. Um, but that is to protect anything that happens to your car. So it's broken down into two sections. There's comprehensive, which is also called other than collision, and then there's collision. Mm-hmm. So collision are going to be the heavy hitters. Those are the yep. at-fault accidents. Those are the big boo-boos that yep. you make, whether you are, another car is involved or not. Single car accidents are also covered underneath the collision. Um, they're going to be the more expensive coverage because they're the more expensive and most common accidents to happen. Your comprehensive or other than um, collision coverage, that's... A, sometimes people call them the acts of God losses because right. they're just, they really are the true boo-boos. Like, oh, a tree fell on top of my car. Oh, I hit a deer that just jumped out right in front of me. Um, hey, a rock got kicked up and cracked my windshield. That's definitely the most common one we hear here, <laughs> yes. especially with the with the salt and the rocks and everything on the road from the, from the winter and stuff. So... Yeah, and then you've got optional coverages as well, um, towing coverage, roadside assistance coverage if you need it, um, rental reimbursement coverage is mm-hmm. also good to have too. Yep. Um, in the event that your car is in a covered accident, the insurance policy can help you with the cost of renting a car to kind of replace your car temporarily. So, Seems like there's a lot more to an auto policy than most of us probably would assume if oh, you're yeah. not an insurance professional, you're like, Hey, I just need auto insurance. I want the cheapest quote. Mm-hmm. Um, what kind of questions do you get around that? And like, what kind of conversations do you have around helping clients decide what coverages are right for mm-hmm. them? Yeah. And, and like today's marketing is definitely very misleading for people because it's not all about, at least for me personally, it's not all about how fast you can do things. Mm -hmm. I understand we're all busy. We've all got things to do, but you're driving around a $30,000 piece of of you that you you are going to be seriously upset with if it's damaged and you're not properly covered. Yeah. So, sorry, my conversation might take longer than 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? Last time I checked auto insurance, you kind of buy the coverage that you need anyways. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm all about having real conversations, trying to get exactly what you want, um, and what you're looking to get out of, out of the policy. And so your role, just to clarify for people as an agent, a licensed agent and client mm-hmm. advisor here is to educate. Yeah, that's educate. great. Cause I'm not like... I'm very invested in what I do, but I also want you to know what you are buying because you don't just want to, like our money means a lot to us, especially these days. The cost of everything is going up. So we need to be very conscious as to what we spend our money on. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to tell you, hey, this is what you're spending your money on is, do you want this or do you want that? Like, let's have a conversation. I'm assuming here, but my assumption is probably one of the top questions you get is 
do I really need physical damage coverage? Mm-hmm. And people are always weighing that, like, oh, can, may I save some money mm-hmm. and not cover the physical damage? You want to just walk through, like, some sure. scenarios of, like, claims that would or wouldn't be covered and, like, how you kind of approach that with a, a customer. Yeah. for uh, From a valuation standpoint with your car, I always will recommend my clients to maybe check uh, like a common valuation website, like Kelly Blue Book, for example, is one that um, that we often use and hear about. Mm-hmm. Um, and you enter in all of the details and the facts and features of your car, the mileage, the accessories, and all that stuff. And the um, result will give you a range depending on the quality of your car this very day and time. Um, so... You'll want to take that number, at least the median number, and say, okay, I'm going to take off my deductible first because every physical damage coverage has a deductible. And then you're left with, okay, this is how much money I am going to lose if I don't have physical damage on my car. Is that a big deal? Mm-hmm. Is that a big deal to me? Some people, it's not. Like you've got, what, it's 2022. So we've got 2023 vehicles coming out now. Mm-hmm. So you're around driving a 2008 vehicle. I might suggest checking out the value on that vehicle mm-hmm. and doing liability only. But everybody's everybody's threshold is different sure. too. That's why I'm saying it's good to paint a picture and say, okay, here is your situation. Here's what you would be looking at if you got into an accident. Are you comfortable with this? Mm-hmm. What about like recreational, seasonal mm-hmm. vehicles yeah. or toys? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Toys are toys are coming out right now, and I um, so I highly encourage people to keep their um, their miscellaneous vehicle boat policies in force all year round. And you're probably looking at me crazy saying, yeah. Lindsay, why? We're it's the summer is three months long here in Vermont. You know, yeah. like we're not gonna be boating in November. Like, why would I wanna insure my boat in November? Well, yeah, it's not just for protection while it's being used. If you have the physical damage coverage on there, it's protection while it's sitting there, no mm-hmm. matter what time of year it is. So your comprehensive or your other than collision coverage, that's going to be the coverage that will protect it while it's sitting there in storage. If you don't have a loan and you fully own your miscellaneous vehicle or boat, and when I say miscellaneous vehicle, I mean like motorcycles, ATVs, snowmobiles, even though it's kind of the wrong time of year for that. Um, you know, you never know. It, yeah, you never know. There might be some deals going on right now. Um, but you'll still you'll want to still keep that coverage, just the comprehensive coverage intact. You can remove everything else while it's in storage again, but only if you don't have a loan on that vehicle. That makes sense to me. Yeah. What other uh, questions do you often receive from your customers? Definitely. um, We get the the frequent calls of, um, so I may have backed into such and such and it's (laughs) damaged my car a little bit. If I were to report this, what does it do to my rate? And unfortunately, people, the long and the short is we have no idea. No idea. We have no idea. We know that it's unfortunately your premium is probably going to increase if you have an at-fault accident. Unless you do have accident forgiveness built into the policy, 
that typically doesn't show up unless you've been with the company for a long period of time. Typically, it's like a reward for being a a longstanding customer. Some companies, you can buy it at the beginning, but um, if you don't have the accident forgiveness, an at-fault claim is going to affect you from anywhere between three and eight years on on your history. And it depends on the company. Typically, it's five years. So that's kind of what we we use for advising people. So it's like, okay, you're going to have this, we'll say, small ding on your record for five years for for insurance purposes. It also depends on how much was paid out for the claim. Mm -hmm. You know, was it just you involved in the accident? Was there another vehicle involved in the accident? Were there bodily, was there bodily injury? Those are definitely looked at differently than just straight up property damage claims. Mm-hmm. So a whole bunch of different factors are, are built into this law, this algorithm in the yeah. other world of the yeah. insurance companies, you know, and, and, yeah. it, and it won't show up or affect you until your renewal date. So if you get into an accident today, it's not like next week you're going to get a copy of your policy saying your rate's gone up. You're, you have about 30 to 45 days before your policy, like when your policy renews that they can't change the rate or anything right. like that. So yeah, it's a whole bunch of different questions usually surrounding accidents. And my best advice is honestly, if you can afford to pay the damages out of pocket and not report the claim to the insurance company that's going to be the most cost-effective way to do it in a single vehicle accident. So if you're the only car involved. Right. However, if there is another car involved, you do you do you need gotta to report, report that. that. You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um even if there isn't any money paid out, you still have to report it. So I uh I love uh, talking about this stuff because it always brings to mind a, a fond memory of putting my uh, kayak through a back window of my Ooh. Jeep. Yeah. Um, long story. People can laugh at me about it, but long, I, long, <laughs> I won't get into the details, but I put my kayak through the back little window on, on my Jeep a few years ago and um, glass coverage, mm-hmm. totally covered, mm-hmm. totally different other than collision mm-hmm. type coverage. You want to yeah. talk about glass coverage a little bit? Because yeah. I know that can vary a lot depending Definitely. on who your agent is and who's looking out for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in the state of Vermont, glass damage is considered an other than collision or comprehensive type of loss. So an act of God loss. So mm-hmm. those claims are not going to negatively affect you. Um, so go ahead and report them if you need to. And there's two different types of glass claims. There are the small fixings, the mm-hmm. the fill-ins, if you will, where you just get it fixed, where it doesn't the damage doesn't spread, or the full-blown replacements. And insurance companies, they do look at those two differently. Most, I'm pretty sure, if not all, insurance companies in the state of Vermont will do repairs for free as long as you have the comprehensive coverage intact on your car. So you have that coverage you can get the fixings for free. The replacements, you have to pay out your comprehensive deductible. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going online and you're just the average American consumer, not fully knowledgeable in insurance, which is fine. We, we are like that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's good. But, you know, you're going to go online. You're going to purchase your policy, and you're probably not even going to know that. You're yeah. not going to know that, hey, a lot of insurance companies will give you a zero deductible for glass replacements 
you might have to pay a little bit more for that mm-hmm. that coverage. It's going to be a very small amount more. I can guarantee that. But you're not going to know that that option is there unless you have a local professional that's familiar with the area, familiar with the rules and the regulations to say, hey, it's five bucks more a year. Let's yeah. put this on because that is definitely the most common claim that we get here. I'm not even a claims agent, and I can tell that for <laughs> sure. That it's yeah. definitely the most common claim that we get. Are those stones from the road or this hit my windshield and now it's cracked and now it's spreading? It's so. amazing how often that happens. Just speaking with a family member oh, yeah. this morning about that, you know, brand new car. Oh, yeah. Just driving through the daily commute. Like you said, act of God. Mm-hmm. Didn't do anything to promote it. Was driving the speed limit. Little tiny rock flings up, hits mm-hmm. his windshield, and just the way it hit, it sent a crack across Perfect. the whole thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. But I know he's got, um, he's got that coverage you talked about. Good. So he's all set. Good. Yeah. So la- last question for you, just because I know this is sometimes um, an, an interesting question because mm-hmm. there's there's state required liability limits. Yes. But there's then the what should you really have mm-hmm. best practice liability sure. limits, right? Could you just talk about that for yeah, a second? For sure. So in the state of Vermont, the state minimum liability limits that we all have to have at minimum are $25,000 per person, $50,000 per accident for bodily injury coverage. So essentially you can hurt two people for a maximum of $25,000 a piece. Matt kind of painting that situation. And then for the property damage aspect of the liability coverage, you're only required to have $10,000. There's a lot of vehicles on the road. There's a lot of vehicles that are worth more than 10K. Yeah. These these days you can tell that when these mandates were put in place, that vehicle values were definitely very different than they Mm -hmm. are now. Um, We definitely highly recommend going at least what we call two two, two steps, if you will, above the, the state minimum liability limit to increase your coverage up to at minimum 100,000 per person, 300,000 per accident for bodily injury, and then up to 100,000 per accident for property damage. Now, if you are a homeowner, we absolutely recommend going higher than that because the the goal of your liability coverage is to protect you, to protect your assets. So that way you've got money in your corner from this policy so money in other areas of your life are not taken because you had poor coverage. Mm -hmm. Your wages could get garnished. You could have to, you know, sell that beautiful new house that you just bought because you have to pay somebody else's injuries. Mm -hmm. That happened in a freak accident. Like, we don't all plan out and go, like, leave our houses and say, I'm going to go get into a car accident today. I'm going to go hurt somebody really badly. We don't do that. No one does that. It happens. So that's the key is that, yeah, I understand. We all need to to watch our wallets these days. I get Mm -hmm. that completely. But you also need to have that protection in your corner. Yep. So in my personal opinion, that not only just comes from the insurance policy, that also comes with a local licensed insurance agent. Beautiful. Uh, this has been great, Lindsay. <laughs> you you shared a lot of great knowledge, and I even learned a couple things today, so I appreciate that very much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Any 
final thoughts. I'm putting you on the spot here, but any sending message that you'd like to share with all the listeners out there of Got You Covered? Oh, let's see. Well, I am new to my role as a client advisor specifically here at the agency, but um, I am very much excited and looking forward to the future and I'm in a great spot here and I'm very happy. Awesome. Well, this has been another episode of Got You Covered presented by Hickok and Boardman Insurance Group. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.